In our tech conversations tonight, we continue to speak to amazing South Africans who are doing some great work in the field of technology. Our guest tonight is Dr. Amanda Skepo, a researcher in nanotechnology, cell biology, diagnostics and biotechnology. She's also an investor who developed or rather an inventor who developed a rapid point of care screening test kit for acute kidney injury. Mm, sounds very brainy there, Dr. Amanda Skepo. Good to have you with us this evening. Good evening, Tammy. Thank you for having me and good evening to your listeners as well. Now, uh, Dr. Skepo, you are a scientist with a PhD in biotechnology. Where did this love for science come from? Wow, you take me back. Um, <laughs> it, really, <laughs> it really came from my uh, high school years. Uh, I've always had this love for, for, for maths, for numbers. I've always loved uh, the biology, the science, the physical sciences. So I really knew that that's what I wanted to pursue. I wanted to go the stream of science, maths. But back in the days, I wasn't sure exactly what would that career look like. Um, so once I enrolled at the Tertiary Education University, that's when I really um, uh, was sure that uh, this is the route I want to go through. And as far as nanotechnology is, is concerned, I know it involves atoms and molecules and, uh, you know, supramolecular scales. But tell us more about what that arm of, of science and innovation actually is all about. Right. Um, nanotechnology, especially in, in, in South Africa, is, is, is a relatively new field of study. It really involves small things. Um, if I put it in simple words, it's the science of, 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 of small things. So we're talking tiny uh, molecules that uh, we, we really cannot see. It's a, it's a billionth of a meter. So um, there are so much applications to nanotechnology. So, uh, for example, in, in, in our workspace, uh, we use it um, to, 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 to benefit uh, uh, the health, in terms of health, uh, we incorporate it um, in, in terms of developing a diagnostic test kits or also in therapeutics. So we would use um, nanotechnology uh, to develop uh, these um, uh, highly specific uh, therapies. And so this can really be in the areas of, as you mentioned, medicine, um, but also cosmetics and electronics and automotive industries. I'm going to ask something that might be a little bit left field, um, but let me just, you know, it's it's a shot nonetheless. Last week, we had a conversation with Dr. Kulisa Kuzula from UCT, and we Uh were talking about bilingual education. And, Mm. And my question is, do you think, that science, um, you know, could be more accessible if it's also taught in a mother tongue languages. I mean, are there solutions in nanotech uh, for such, um, you know, such questions and, and such industries? Sure. That's quite an interesting one because I'm quite passionate about languages as well. So um, during my, uh, my, my 
studies as well as in my work environment. I love working with young people uh, uh, from different ethnic backgrounds. So for me, speaking mother language, I'm, I'm closer um, speaking. So I love uh, explaining. I explain much more better in, in, in their own language. So if, if I find a Zulu, if I'm working with a Zulu-speaking uh, student or uh, a junior staff member or closer, I, I rather we, we, we discuss science in our language because they get to, uh, to understand it much more better. Um, sometimes it's difficult to, to translate what nanotechnology is in Kosa, but uh, just to, to explain the basics, I find it, it it's quite um, useful to, 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 to young researchers, to, to students. They get to grasp the conspe- concepts uh, much more easily. Mm. So I, I think there is space for that. There is definitely space for that, according to you. I mean, one of the things she said as well is the fact that perhaps some of the reasons why there may be such a high you know, failure rate when it comes to grade sure. 12 is, is that students are put in a position and they're very pressured to explain things in, an, in a language that they're actually sure. not even proficient in. That if you actually had to give them this, t- uh, this test paper in uh, their own mother language and mother tongue, they'd probably be able to perform so much better. For sure, I agree. Or maybe if not, I think the, the educators were explaining, uh, just switch it up, explain it uh, in their languages, even if they were to to write the paper in English. But during the explanation, because I believe once the, 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 the learners grasp the context, uh, then exams should be uh, uh, smooth sailing. And, and, and uh, I believe now you're currently at the CSIR, um, the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research. Tell us about the work that you're doing there. Wow. All right. I'm currently a, an impact area manager. So I do lead a, a, a team of brilliant scientists who are working on these um, uh, exciting innovations in terms of developing locally uh, 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 produced um, uh, technologies for, for for diagnostics and also vaccine development in the areas of, of human health as well as animal health. Very interesting. And we'll pick up on that when we just return about uh, diagnostics and vaccines in the area of health. And we'll talk about uh, the rapid point of care screening test kit uh, for, for kidney injury. Um, that that you developed. Very keen to hear about that. We are in conversation this evening with Dr. Amanda Skepo, researcher and inventor. It's exactly 
Dr. Amanda Skepu is our tech innovator for this evening. Dr. Skepu, you also developed a rapid point of care screening test kit for acute kidney injury. Tell us about that and, and what exactly that invention does. All right. So um, just to explain, just to give background to acute kidney injury, we, we call it in short, ACI. So um, this this is a condition where your, your, your kidney doesn't function uh, properly, it stops functioning. So um, the, we, we found a gap that um, the current uh, diagnostic or detection methods are not sensitive enough or specific enough for, to detect the disease. So um, the team, our team um, came up with this um, uh, idea of developing an accessible um, a cost-effective uh, rapid test that can be used at the at the at the point of care where the patient uh, will receive uh, a treatment. Because um, if you think about it uh, in the South African context, um, uh, the patients who normally go to to remote uh, uh, healthcare facilities like your clinics, um, they will. Uh, um, they tested, but the testing it doesn't happen. They uh, they will be taking their samples, whether it's blood or, or or urine or whatever the sample is, and it will be sent to a central uh, facility in a lab somewhere, and they get the results later on. So the idea of this invention is really to 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 get a, a simple test like your pregnancy test that could be done by the healthcare provider at that. Um, at that clinic, at that remote clinic, it really doesn't need electricity. It's a simple test kit that you can get results within uh, 10 to 15 minutes. And then the, the healthcare uh, provider can really now action the next step um, into the, for, for the patient's uh, next step in terms of treatment. Wow, that sounds amazing as an innovation, and I'm sure it will stop the further degradation of uh, kidneys that are not For functioning sure. optimally. Are they also able to, um, you know, Dr. Skepu, perhaps diagnose early kidney failure? Exactly, Tammy. That's exactly the whole point. Um, for 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 our invention, it's meant to 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 detect the disease early before it progresses to 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 a, a more severe um, chronic uh, kidney uh, disease so that I think that's the whole um, point of the invention so we were so um, careful in choosing the markers for early detection of the acute kidney of this uh, of this of this disease and how long did it take you to to come up with this invention and to actually make sure that it works and all the tests are, are done? So uh, currently, uh, Tammy, we it's still under development because um, it's important that um, before we give these test kits to the market, we we ensure that they perform as as they should. So this dates back. Um, from a couple of years, um, I think two, two to three years ago, when the, our researchers started the work, uh, early stage work. So currently, we are in the phase of, of, of developing the prototype that will then 
is tested in 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 real clinical samples and gets approved by the regulator before it um, it goes to the market to be tested to, to be used for 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 testing. Do we have an idea of the timelines that this could take? Um, uh, we're looking roughly at about one to two years until it, it uh, for it to be uh, to to be approved by the regulator. And and what type of support did you get or need, whether it's from government or other institutions? Right. Um, so the CSIR um, does a great job in terms of supporting us financially. Um, and also the Technology Innovation Agency, that is TIA, is currently supporting uh, this work. They've provided seed funding for, for the development of the, of the prototype itself. What is your vision, Doctor, as a scientist? Wow, Tami. Um, I guess my vision is really to get the science be translated into um, usable uh, 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 products because um, we, we really move away from the notion that, you know, scientists are those um, uh, nerds behind the scenes whose uh, work is not known. So I think we've seen the lessons we've learned from the COVID is, is, is the, the important role that scientists uh, play. So my vision is really to get these innovations uh, uh, moved from the lab to, to where they are needed in society. And I guess that's what science really is is for, right? It's supposed to for sure. help the everyday life of of individuals, whether it's in health or even in environment, um, in in cosmetics, in food, etc. Well, uh, Doctor Amanda Skepu, it's really been an absolute pleasure speaking to you uh, this evening, and congratulations on this invention. Uh, we will wait for the one or two years. Uh, but, sure. but, but, but certainly I think it will really go a long way, especially because kidney transplants, um, you know, they themselves are, are, are such a hassle and the availability sure. of kidneys and, you know, whether it's a match, that is such a huge problem for, for so many. And, and, and many uh, suffer an untimely death uh, because That's there are true. no systems in place that can actually help them detect this easily and, and quickly. For sure. Thank you for having me uh, coming on the show. Oh, and, and just a footnote before I let you go. Um, I was just looking on Twitter and there's a message for you from O Pumlile Mkongo who says, the hair. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you. Thank you, Pumlile. <laughs> and, and, and actually, um, I'll, uh, and I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. Pumlile and I love your hair. We love the Afro. We love the thank Afro. You, I love Afro as well. Thank you so <laughs> yeah, much. <laughs> thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Right, thank you. Uh, that's Bye. Dr. Amanda Skepo. Bye-bye, doctor. And uh, she's researcher and inventor. She's um, at the CSIR, but uh, you heard about that innovation. In about a year or two, hopefully the prototype will be ready. It will be all tested. And, um, you know, this kit will really go a long way in ensuring that there's early detection uh, for, you know, kidney failure. And hopefully it will save so many lives. But that point about being able to be taught in your indigenous languages, um, how do you teach nanotechnology, cell biology, 
you know, uh, biotechnology, all those really technical scientific fields uh, in mother tongues. But she says it's totally possible, totally, totally possible. And teachers themselves can be able to translate this language um, and, and, and all of these technical terms to their learners in the mother tongue. So I think it's a challenge for the education system. And it really would be such a step forward and a step up for us as a people in preserving and honoring uh, our indigenous languages as well. And I guess the byproduct of that would also be somehow improving the pass rate and the results and the comprehension that our learners have in the various fields of study that they embark in. Well, that brings us to the end of Metro FM, not only for tonight, but for the rest of this week as well. I thank you so much uh, for the, the pleasure of your company over the past few days as I've been sitting in for Ayabonga Tawe. From myself, Tamingubeni and the team, here on Metro FM Talk. Uh, it is good night from Kumakave, our producer, as well as DJ Jaws, who's doing all the technicals for us tonight. You have yourself a splendid evening further. Siam Klongo standing by uh, to take you through uh, the rest of the evening. Oh, I'm getting a footnote here that uh, tomorrow we're here. Tomorrow's Friday. Are we, no, is tomorrow not Friday? Is tomorrow? Oh, my goodness. Today's only Wednesday. My gosh. I really thought today was Thursday, but I guess not. So tomorrow is still a date between me and you. I complain as not, but I rejoice. I'll see you then. Have yourself a blessed evening further. Good night.